This hour brought to you by GCNLife.com. Live younger, look younger, feel younger at GCNLife.com. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello everybody. Welcome to hour number two of the broadcast. If you are a student of history or a true crime buff, either way, both you're going to love this hour. Uh, I spent a lot of time the last few days doing research on the 32nd president of the United States, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And, of course, we now just know him by his initials, FDR. But so many interesting things about this guy's life. Of course, he was a practicing lawyer in New York. Then he becomes the 44th governor of New York. He's actually sitting as the governor of New York, when the Great Depression starts, so in 1929, he takes office in January. Of course, that was the year with the great stock market crash and all of that. He then becomes the 32nd president of the United States, serving for four terms, nearly four terms. Um, and he's president during really one of the most incredible times during u.s history of course coming into office during the the great depression 1933 is when he starts his term his first term as president then he's of course the president of the united states during world war ii uh, of course many people know he suffered uh much of his life uh with polio uh, ended up uh, not being able to to walk and uh, became paralyzed from the waist down and uh, ended up finding a place that he liked to spend time called Warm Springs, Georgia, which is known for this these natural springs that are 88 degrees year-round. And there was sort of a thought back then that not only were these hot springs good things to soak in if you had ailments but maybe there were some healing properties in the minerals and other things in the water so people would go to these kinds of locations who had uh physical disabilities like polio and uh, fdr died at such a young age he died at the age of 63 and history tells us he died of a cerebral hemorrhage however this new book blows the lid off of that. And uh, Steve Ubaney is back with us, who captivated our audience with his last appearance, Who Murdered Elvis? And Steve Ubaney, welcome back to the program. Jim, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be back. Well, I hope I, I set that up uh, properly, but I want you to, uh, you know, am, am I uh, 
overstating that this guy may have have been the most iconic U.S. president. I mean, maybe the only argument might be for George Washington. I mean, four terms, World War II, the Great Depression. It doesn't get any bigger than that. Well, FDR was huge. He was absolutely huge. And, um, you know, he took advantage. What made him so huge was he took advantage of the uh, communication medium of the day, which was radio. So he'd do his fireside chats, and it was as though he was talking directly to the people. So you know, when he died, people were writing cards and letters to the to the White House, and they were grieving as though they lost a family member because to many people he was. And maybe if we had Twitter back then, he would be a tweeter. <laughs> or maybe a lot of parallels between FDR. Yeah, I'm saying, uh, yeah. I mean, you're thinking you're you're thinking like I'm thinking. I mean, uh, or he'd he'd probably at least have his own YouTube channel. Um, one of one of the things that history reports that is always so fascinating is sort of this um, uh, relationship that FDR had with the press, where it's hard to believe it, but at the time, of course, you know, media was a lot different uh, back in the day. We didn't have you know YouTube and social media and and satellite connections where people were you know broadcasting live from everywhere um his disability was pretty well hidden and the press was a willing accomplice in that tell us about that yeah absolutely he was uh they wanted to back then people were living under the misguided impression that if you had a physical handicap you couldn't have a mental sound state of mind so, of course, as we all know, that's ridiculous. So what they did is they, they um, tried very, very hard to hide his disability, and he would actually have to approve the photographs that went to the media before they, you know, they left their camera, you know. So it was it was really interesting. One of the ways that they, they were able to get across to the people that he was so fit was uh, the Democrats of the day, uh, they had uh, a a person come and do a life insurance policy on him because he was so fit. So <laughs> it's it's, inc- it's incredible. Um, Dr. E. W. Beckworth was a, was a medical director of Equity, Equity Assurance um, Life, and they offered a five hundred and sixty thousand um, dollar life insurance policy on this person. So they did so, an awful lot to hide his, his disability. Your Steve, your phone, like on occasion, is sort of drifting out. I don't know if you're, if it's your position where you're at. I know you're on a cell phone with us tonight. Um, just wanted to mention that to you in case um, you could do something to remedy that. Uh, in, in so this was like a scam sort of life insurance. I mean, was it actually a real life insurance policy that was issued on him? It was it was a real life insurance policy, but like most most things in the political realm, it was fraud and nobody was told about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, you know, what's interesting, though, is why would his, like, detractors or, you know, the, the other political party of the day not want to expose his physical ailment to take? I mean, we would, of course, in today's in today's world, I mean, they've got cameras following you into your bedroom at night. Uh, it, was this just sort of a sacrosanct thing? Like, you don't you don't use this kind of a situation in politics? Well, I'll sleep better at night knowing there might be a camera in my bed. Jim. There might be. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened is his party had basically, you know, I mean, you didn't have a lot of channels. It was a one-to-many uh, venue. Now it's a many-to-many venue in communication. So there was no alternative media. It was They just put out what they approved, and that's it. 
So even if the other party discovered something, they weren't getting it out. Uh, it was it was really it was a different time for sure. I mean, there was no Twitter, there was no there was no other real medium. They basically controlled the media. Now, so, Steve, uh, Steve, are you the first one uh, to write this? Uh, I mean, to to broach this kind of a narrative that maybe he didn't die of natural causes. Um, I've never heard this before. Are you, are you the first one on this, or have my, others my, proffered this thought? Well, I think that there have been certain people who have bandied this about, but I'm really the only one who's done some serious, serious digging into this. And I know it sounds ridiculous. FDR was murdered. Or how can this possibly be? Um, FDR died of a cerebral hemorrhage in the presence of two Russian spies. He died at Warm Springs, Georgia, and he died in the presence of Elizabeth Shumatov, who was painting his portrait, who was a Russian spy, and her photographer, um, Nicholas Robbins, whose real name was Nicholas Kubikansky. They both defected from the Russian government. So, wow. And nobody talks about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what what are the odds, right? And then you say here on the cover of the book, are we really expected to believe that Roosevelt, Hitler, and Mussolini died within eighteen days, all in that eighteen day period by coincidence? That that's interesting. I never even looked at that. Yeah, I mean, if you look at, but again, there are two types of history. There's history that we're taught, the watered down history in, in academia, and there's history that you dig and find on your own. I mean, I took a pillow and a blanket, and went to the Roosevelt, Roosevelt Museum and National Archives, and I just stayed there for a week. And I dug into stuff that I don't think anybody... You uh, camped out there to get to the truth. All right, when we come back, we'll talk more about the book, Who Murdered FDR, and he's got some other great books coming out, too, which we'll talk about, including on uh, Princess Diana and Tesla and others. More after this. We'll be back. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris, and if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. Hello. I am looking for a special soul from the GCN audience to hire to come to East Ridge, Tennessee and take care of two peaceful, easygoing people, which are a sweet 95-year-old woman and her 60-year-old son. Terms would be free room and board, plus the use of all of our facilities here at home in exchange for living with us and seeing to our needs. We must have someone that fits in well. We get along with most anybody and value those who like to do the same. We live in a suburb of the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Please email matt at peaceaboveall.net for additional information. 
Please include your informal resume stating your strengths and weaknesses and reasons you would make a dedicated caregiver. We would also offer to negotiate a nominal salary in addition to everything else. Again, please email M-A-T-T at peaceaboveall.net. Thanks for responding. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Many people believe they don't control their own destiny because they haven't chosen to take the first step towards the life they've always dreamed of. Let them continue just getting by while you make the choice to do something about your future. Imagine working from home, earning the income you deserve. Start small or dream big. Work part-time or full-time. You choose the pace. Just visit startlivingyoung.com. That's startlivingyoung.com. And click on the Be Your Own Boss tab. Discover Juness, a state-of-the-art global health products company that spent five years on the Inc. 5,000 fastest-growing private companies in America list with over a billion a year in sales. They'll provide all the tools you need to thrive and succeed. And you'll be blown away by how little it takes to get started. Visit startlivingyoung.com today and click on the Be Your Own Boss tab at the top of the page. 2019 will be the year your new life begins. Your destiny awaits at startlivingyoung.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. listening to Jim Paris live. All right, we are back. Steve Ubaney is here. The book is Who Murdered FDR? And again, as I said at the top of the show, if you're a student of history or a student of true crime, either way, maybe both, this is going to be a book you're going to want to get. His website is whomurderedbooks.com. Whomurderedbooks.com. There's already the book on Who Murdered Elvis. We have this book now, Who Murdered FDR. Coming uh, down the road here, there's a book about Princess Diana and her murder who murdered JFK, and who murdered Tesla. So altogether, there will be six books uh, slated uh, to come out uh, over the next uh, coming months, maybe a couple of years. Uh, you're a pretty prolific writer. How quickly do you crank out one of these books, Steve? Well, I'll tell you what. It took me, who murdered Elvis was, well, let me think. Five years of digging, five years afterwards, and a second book. So it was ten years on who murdered Elvis. Yeah, and I know some of your books are some of your books are kind of like collectibles. I've seen them like where people pay hundreds of dollars for some of these books if they're like not available. But uh, no reason for people to do that if they just go directly to whomurderedbooks.com. Is that right? 
Correct. It's uh, I think it's sixteen dollars and seventy five cents. I saw one person order a order a book for fourteen hundred dollars, which I thought was criminal. So I felt so bad. I sent him two other ones. There you go. (laughs) Buy one for fourteen hundred and get two for free. That's (laughs) what a deal. I don't know where he bought that one. It didn't come from my website. Yeah, I mean, imagine if you could get fourteen hundred dollars for your books. Uh, You'd be on an island right now, not talking to me. Uh, So, tell me the the part. We're going to get into the suspects and the motives and all that. But one of the things that fascinated me was how you sort of zeroed in on um, this scenario where. FDR, he would get like really sick and then he would be well again and then he would get sick and get well again. This isn't the normal path for someone who's like dying of cancer or something like that where they just rebound and and everything's good. It sounds like poisoning, like you were kind of outlining in the book. Yeah, absolutely. He he would get really sick after mealtime. And his, his health would go in this bipolar schism where his blood pressure would go to, you know, 310 over 190. And then it would go back again to normal. And, they, you know, people who get cancer just get, unfortunately, we do get cancer. People who get cancer just get sicker and sicker and eventually die off. You know, they don't go through this craziness. And uh, there was a book written about, you know, the spot above his eye and he was suffering from cancer. And the symptoms don't match. The symptoms that he had, according to all of his doctor's records that I got, also didn't match the advance of polio. They matched the advance of poisoning. So some of the symptoms that he was having towards his end days were um, intellectual and mental changes. Uh, He had sensory problems. He had gastrointestinal problems. He had problems with his nervous system, skeletal problems, kidney problems. These, These are not the advance of polio. These are the advance of lead poison. So lead poisoning. FDR was being slowly poisoned from within the White House. And mm-hmm. he had several doctors, Dr. Ross McIntyre, Dr. Howard Bruin, um, Dr. James Pollan, and they were those are those are just the, the top ones, and they were all Navy people because he was a huge Navy fan. He was assistant secretary of the Navy, so he trusted the admirals in the Navy. And they got to the point where they they just threw their hands up. They had no idea what the hell was wrong with this guy. So they took him to the doctor of the day, Dr. Frank Leahy in Boston, who went on to start the Leahy Clinic, very famous place, still in existence. And his memo was released. Um, anyway, Dr. Frank Leahy saw him in July 1944 and gave this report that this is a dead man walking. And his memo was released to the public on April 12, 2011. And this is where all the symptoms came from that I got and other sources. And I started to backtrack. And that's when I decided, well, wait a minute. We've got a problem here. Um, the ends don't justify the means. Something's wrong. So once I started down that rabbit hole, you know, it was, uh, it was pretty easy to piece it together. And for people wondering about the four terms, uh, people today might not realize, but it wasn't until 1951 that there was the 22nd Amendment that was ratified that would bar any individual from winning more than two presidential elections. And also one other thing about FDR is his iconic, uh, you know, after the Pearl Harbor attack, a day which will live 
in infamy, uh, which, wow. I mean, that's like the presidential statement of all statements. And uh, a guy who had a tremendous amount of power with four terms, and the, I think the idea was with the 22nd Amendment that we don't want any one man to serve more than two terms because of the accumulation of a political power to a point that uh, they would almost become like a dictator. It is Before we get into any of the uh, suspects and all that, is it possible that him serving so long was part of the reason they wanted to get rid of him? Absolutely. He was crushing the people who could hire people to get out of the Great Depression. He made a depression a Great Depression by, you know, I mean, his party was taxing the wealthy 80, 90 percent. They couldn't hire anybody. So here's Elizabeth Sumatov, who's a tremendous painter. Go check the look up her work online. Um, she was a Russian spy. And she was painting the Garden Club of America, the DuPonts, Eastman Kodak, Firestone, Colgate, Henry Ford, you know, the Hilton family, Heinz family, and so on. She was around all of the people painting the portrait in the years and the months leading up to painting the president. They all wanted him dead because he was costing them a bloody fortune. So, you know, I mean, if you, if you dig into Elizabeth Shumatoff, this is, a, this is a very interesting lady. She's got her own book out where she quotes, and here's the quote, I came to America with my husband, Leo. He was on a mission for the provincial governor headed by Alexander Kratzky. So here we have Leo Shumatov, who's bouncing around America on a mission from the Russian government, who meets up with uh, the Sigorsky Aviation Company on Long Island, another defective Russian. How are these people finding each other? You know, I mean, it's not like they had Facebook back then, and they didn't have, you know, these people were all Russian spies. And so people would ask, okay, how did Steve, how did Russian spies end up in the White House? Um, people are asking that today. <laughs> well, here we go. There's a lot another, of Another here. parallel, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even get me started on that. It'll be another hour. But, um Back in the end of uh, the Roaring Twenties, um, Stalin was a pretty pretty interesting guy. Stalin wanted to infiltrate America, and he was looking at the Roaring Twenties. And of course, it was it was a big economy that was going great, and all of a sudden it busted. So Stalin took it upon himself to send invitations to people in academia, people in arts and entertainment, people in the government, people in the press, to come over to the Soviet Union to see this new communist society and how well it worked. Well, we have to put an earmark on this, because communism back then, they didn't know anything about evil empires. They didn't know anything. They were naive. I mean, they didn't know anything about this. So it was kind of like the Walt Disney version, where the, the government was going to care for the cradle to grave. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Communism was st- was still a novel idea back then. All right, our next break is up here. When we come back, we'll talk about Warm Springs, Georgia, and why FDR spent so much time there. We'll be back. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. 
I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. USA Radio News with Wendy King. Vice President Pence is expected to announce concrete steps and clear actions to address the simmering crisis in Venezuela. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo pushed back against critics who say that the United States is getting involved to exploit Venezuela's oil reserves. We're aimed at a singular mission, ensuring that the Venezuelan people get the democracy that they so richly deserved and that the Cubans and the Russians who have been driving this country into the ground for years and years and years no longer hold sway. Pompeo on CNN's State of the Union. Former U.S. North Korean negotiator Bill Richardson is concerned about the forthcoming talks in Hanoi between President Trump and Kim Jong-un. My worry is that this negotiation, this summit may be a dud that instead of concrete progress on what is important, denuclearization. Richardson on ABC's This Week. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291. This is George Norrie from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens, and we're proud to promote amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Visit GCNLife.com for products like Luminesce. The Luminesce anti-aging skincare line restores youthful vitality and radiance to your skin, reducing the appearances of fine lines and wrinkles with stem cell technology. There's also Instantly Ageless, which works within two minutes, reducing under-eye bags, fine lines, wrinkles, and pores. Jeunesse has products to help you with how you look and feel in a very short time. Noble-nominated Dr. Vincent Jampapa has designed several products helping the body perform better. Jeunesse products have a 30-day money-back guarantee, and they're available up to a 25% preferred price discount. See all of the amazing Jeunesse products at GCNLife.com or call toll-free 1-844-443-6637. You're listening to Jim Paris Live. All right, we are back. Steve Eubanius here. His book, Who Murdered FDR? 
And I did some reading on this uh, location of the death of FDR. Now, it's a small town in central Georgia called Warm Springs. The population there is just 425 people. Now, this is where the the mineral springs were. Now, these mineral springs stayed at 88 degrees year-round and were believed to have healing properties to them. And so people today don't really think about polio. Uh, we don't see it really today at all. Um, back in the day, this was a debilitating disease that affected thousands upon thousands of people especially young children as well and people would go to this warm springs town i mean this goes all the way back back to biblical days going to a hot spring to try to find a healing but uh steve ubaney it it, uh, says here that uh fdr started going there like about 20 years before his death and there's actually some kind of a museum there uh the springs are not presently open to the public but still being used by the roosevelt warm springs institute for rehabilitation uh what an interesting place have you ever been i have not i have not but i wanted to fill in the rest of the story if we had just have a second yeah sure go ahead uh, so you know stalin is inviting these people over who have influence, and they're, he's showing them a phony village, the Tampkin village, how this, this communism works, and he's sending them back with literature how to, how to transform America into this wonderful place that really doesn't exist. So they started the CPUSA, Communist Party of the United States of America, and it's, uh, it's still in existence, actually, on West 23rd Street, New York City. So they ended up infiltrating all of government. Um, the Agricultural Administration, the Attorney General's Office, the Department of State, the Treasury Department. We had communists in the Treasury Department. Can you believe this? Wow. And I, won't bore, I won't bore you with the rest, but you've got to see this book. I mean, this, this lays out just a blazing, blazing uh, account of what was going and on. And these fake villages are still around today. I was just in South Korea, and I was on the border uh, between South and North, and you could see a fake village, just like what you're talking about. Yep, absolutely. And people ask me all the time, and I'll get back to Warm Springs, Georgia, I don't mean to ignore your question. No worries. People ask, people ask me all the time, well, FDR and Stalin were such great buddies. Why did Stalin want to kill him? The end of the war, FDR wanted to set up the four policemen of the world, um, the U.S., Soviet Union, uh, Great Britain, and China. And things were starting to be divvied up. And I got news for you. Stalin didn't want to share the world. Stalin wanted to rule the world. He wasn't going to play by FDR's rules. This is the same guy who had both of his wives murdered and did the Great Purge and killed millions and millions of his own countrymen. So this guy, Stalin, got it. And I want to talk a little bit about poisonings. Um, at that time period, Hitler had at least 42 attempts on his wife from 1933 to 1944. Winston Churchill survived about two dozen attempts on his life. They actually tried to blow off his head with an exploding chocolate bar, if you can believe this. Wow. So, the Nazis developed the chocolate bar that would explode, and they got it into the war cabinet, and he almost got his head blown off. I mean, this is That how... would be the way someone could get me with the chocolate bar, <laughs> <laughs> if any of my enemies are listening. Either that or a white castle with a bomb in it. <laughs> I mean, Hitler planned Operation Long Jump, where Churchill, FDR, and Stalin in 1943 almost got killed at the Sri Lanka. 
So they were doing this back and forth, and it was timed perfectly. End of the war, Stalin wanted to deal with um, – FBI was too shrewd. He wanted him out of the way. He wanted to deal with Truman. Truman was a political newbie. He didn't view Truman as very savvy, thought he could um, bowl him over. So Stalin gambled, Stalin lost, and it's unfortunate because if FDR had lived, it would have cost us millions and millions. It would have saved millions of lives in the Cold War. So with all of that said, there's the motive, there's the whole shot. In 1957, actually, Eleanor Roosevelt commissioned a private investigator to look into her husband's death. I don't know what took her so long. And they get the runaround. Here's the former first lady getting the runaround. And it was finally, someone finally had to break the news to her that all of FDR's uh, medical records had been stolen from the safe in Bethesda. Really? So you have to ask yourself, if this was a natural death, where are the files? And would there have been, back in that day, um, useful toxicology-type reports like we have in present day? That's a good question. I don't believe so. I mean, obviously, well, there was no autopsy done. It was 69 hours from death to grave. They couldn't get this guy in the ground fast enough. Hmm. Close casket, nobody saw him, no autopsy, no medical records, nothing. Wow. Now, if this isn't the height of suspicious death, go out and get this book. You've got to get this book. Who Murdered FDR? Go to whomurderedbooks.com. You'll do yourself a favor. You'll love this book. Back to Long Springs, Georgia. I've never been there. I would love to go there. Um, very historical place. You know, every time I... I was just book, looking it up. It's only like about a five-hour drive from where I'm sitting right now, and I thought, well, maybe a weekend trip is in, in order for that. Yeah, every time I end up in Georgia, I end up visiting 400 friends. <laughs> <laughs> Can't find myself there, but I'll get there one of these days. <laughs> and that's, the, that's where he actually died that that's where he was pronounced dead was in warm springs and he had been going there for so many years and then of course while he was president he had gone there it was sort of nicknamed like the southern white house and i guess there's still to this day there's an operating museum there and you can see uh, many of the the pools which are actually drained but they're historical sites and i guess there's areas where the public can actually go in and dip their hands and feel the warm water that's still there and used by the uh, rehabilitation center um was that part of the plan to do this while he was away from the white house was would it have been a better opportunity for them to do it there rather than uh in washington dc no it's coincidence he just happened to be there um from the saran conference in 1943 to the alta conference in 1945 which was 28 months um, you could, if you see the pictures in my book, you can see the difference in how this person is being transformed from this, you know, as healthy as he could be, um, healthy guy with a twinkle in his eye to this ghost. You know, I mean, he was being transformed into a skeleton. And it was, you know, just about, they knew, they knew how this was going to plan out. So they, it didn't matter where he was, they wanted him dead towards the end of the book. And he died, he was just 63 years old. Now, back in the day, 63, 
today would by today's standards would be an early death i i would i would say uh i hope so because i'm 54 uh but uh but back but back in the day uh, dying at 63 was not extraordinarily unusual and being that he already had polio that sort of set the stage for uh, you know sort of plausible deniability sure absolutely it was a perfect cover it really was so why lead poisoning you have to ask yourself and you know my readers my readers get a hold of me through my website and they ask me questions and I have a great deal of respect for my my readers, and thank God they respect me back. Right, because right. lead poisoning, you think of just like in, in the paint. That's all I've ever heard about it, you know, growing up. You might have lead poisoning in, in your house, in the paint in your house, if it's a certain, you know, older house. Well, exactly. But in the United States of America, you're dealing with the era of the Waltons here, okay? They didn't know from lead poisoning. It wasn't even identified as a toxic, as a toxic thing back then. So they knew about it in Europe. They knew about it in the Soviet Union. So who was the person who was going back and forth, getting the knowledge and getting these people around the communists in the... in the He was a communist sympathizer himself, that we are. Um, who was going back and forth making this happen? And we'll have to do that after your break. And we'll pick it up after the break. Uh, lead poisoning uh, was how he was killed, according to... Uh, Steve Ubaney's theory on this and uh, a lot more. And we'll also talk a little about some of his uh, coming books as well, especially Princess Diana. I'm fascinated to uh, hear a little bit about that. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. This is radio talk show host Jim Paris for freesurvivalgifts.com. If you're a survival buff like me and like to try out the latest survival gear and gadgets, then you're going to absolutely love freesurvivalgifts.com. At freesurvivalgifts.com, you will find a wide array of survival gear, books, and videos that are all 100% free. That's right, just pay your own shipping. Now, I know you're asking, why is all of this survival gear free? Well, the companies offering this gear are doing so as a way to promote their brand and introduce new products. Check it out today, freesurvivalgifts.com. Com. Pick up one or more free survival items for you and your family. That website again is freesurvivalgifts.com. Check it out, freesurvivalgifts.com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Detoxify, lose weight, and restore balance to your body by simply drinking tea. Surprised? Dr. Miller's Holy Tea can help you feel better and even lose weight because Holy Tea is a unique herbal tea blend of all natural ingredients specially formulated by Dr. Bill Miller. Call this number, 888-660-7039 or click drmillersclinic.com. Take the first step toward better health. Drink tea from Dr. Miller's Clinic. 
Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203 haven't experienced yogurt until you've tried a mossy embodying health and flavor in a true whole milk green-fed dairy beverage every sip pays homage to our old world cows and the ancient culturing methods their milk benefits from with over 30 probiotics a mossy's undeniably nutritious refined cultured sensation bolsters your health and awakens your passion for dairy a mossy so good and you need to try it contact your longevity distributor or call 877-878-4203 or go to gcnteam.com Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. listening to Jim Paris live from the back of the book here with Roosevelt elected to his fourth term it became obvious that he wasn't going away his murder became necessary to align the post-war world in opposition to America's interest the timing was perfect and the motive was inescapable then here from FDR's doctor says FDR's doctor was baffled the admiral in answer to questions from the press today said quote this came out of a clear sky close quote that no operations had been performed recently on Mr. Roosevelt and that there had never been the slightest indication of cerebral hemorrhage. His optimistic reports of the late president's health, he had been completely justified by the known tests. Um, Just... uh, a lot of things don't add up here. You were talking about lead poisoning, how that might have been the perfect method, because here in the U.S. at that time, uh, people weren't really aware of lead poisoning, and so it would be a, a slow death. Is that right? So it could appear to be a natural death, and this idea of him getting getting uh, well again and then sick again, that all seems to match up. I'm with you on that as far as poisoning. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a quote that every now and then you get lucky when when you research, and I just happened to get lucky on this. I found um, one of his favorite cousins, his name uh, Margaret Suckley, Daisy Suckley, and she had published her diary 50 years after he died. You know, kind of a, it was a, it was called a White House diary. 
And it was just uh, kind of a tribute to him. And on page two or three of her diary, Closest Companion, that's the name of it, I'm sorry. It says, and I'll, uh, I quote here, It's the P, short for president's fourth day in bed. He still feels somewhat miserable, though his fever is gone. Last Tuesday, without any warning, he fell ill at noon, also known as lunchtime. He lay in his study sofa until 4.30 p.m. Here's the kicker. When he found he had a temperature of 102, Dr. McIntyre found it was a toxic poisoning, but they couldn't describe anything to it. Wow. They knew he was being poisoned. They had no idea where the hell it was coming from. So here they are treating this guy with sulfa drugs, which is a drug of the day. And, you know, they had no idea. Why? Because lead wasn't identified as, as anything, any level of toxicity at that point. They knew about it in Europe. But see, we're used to saying, you know, America is the leader in everything. But in 1940, you know, I mean, we're really born. We're pretty naive. Some of those countries in Europe are a thousand years old. Some of them have a jump on us in a few things, especially in 1940. So they were already well aware. Um, in 1922, lead was banned in those countries. It wasn't banned here yet. So they had already known what the effects were going to be. They knew how to get rid of them. They just couldn't go and kill this guy. You know, they couldn't do it because it would have been too suspicious. But you take a sick guy and you poison him slowly, um, you know, it's the perfect cover. All of a sudden, cerebral hemorrhage just started popping up everywhere. Paul Watson, on the way back from the Alta Conference, died of a cerebral hemorrhage right on the ship on the way back. Um, McIntyre, um, his uh, no, no relation to his doctor was FDR's um, secretary, died of a cerebral hemorrhage. All of a sudden, everyone's dying of a cerebral hemorrhage. And it's not because they were that wasn't lead poisoning for them. Um, that was warfarin. Rat poison. Warfarin. Wow. So, so, so the cerebral hemorrhage, that is medically connected to the poisoning. That would connect those two things would be connected by, by poisoning. Sure, absolutely. Because that was the new... Um, Secret Service, you know, drug of the day. As a matter of fact, Stalin died of it. Now, wow. Stalin was also murdered by Berea, one of his uh, military counsels who admitted to it, actually. Again, <laughs> it's the other side of history that no one wants to talk about. Right, right. We want to hear, like, the, the easy, clean narrative. And I have to give you credit. I mean, the book... Uh, um, it's extremely detailed, and it's uh, over 200 pages, and it gets into this, that takes you into this time period of what was happening, and, you know, young people today especially could learn a lot about history just from reading this book. I know I've mentioned this to you before, but we're live nationwide uh, on our affiliate network. We're also streaming on the internet. We're on worldwide on satellite. Probably 10 times as many people listen uh, through the downloads that'll happen later this week when people will start to be able to uh, download and listen while they're driving or at the gym and that sort of thing. We want to remind them of the website, which is who murdered books. Dot com. I remember from your last appearance, we don't want people going to Amazon. We want them to go to whomurderedbooks.com because Amazon probably doesn't have the books, and if they do, you might pay $1,400 for one. So get the uh, better price and go to whomurderedbooks.com. In our last four minutes, I was wondering if I could...
could uh, shift gears and ask you about some of the other upcoming books. The one that seems most interesting to me right off is the Princess Diana one. And, and that's, you know, I've always felt like there was as much there as there was with the JFK assassination. Um, but it seems like people are just quick to call you a kook and move along. There's nothing to see here. And uh, man, was there a lot of reasons for people to want her to die? She was, and this one hurts. Because Princess Diana, Diana Spencer, she was royalty before she married royalty. You know, she was a gift from God. She was great. She was pretty. She was smart. She had a big heart. She was a humanitarian. She loved people. And we had two cooperating governments involved in this one. And boy, is is this... I'm reading through 15,000 pages of Diana Spencer's judicial inquest. And the things that were never submitted to the jury, it's just incredible. It really is. It really, really is. Um, and I mean, they don't move along, move along, nothing to see, nothing to see. It took them two hours to get her to the hospital in the ambulance. They passed two hospitals taking her to the hospital. Yeah, that, that part of it I, I, I never understood. And, and I've always wondered, too, about the monarchy monarchy there in, in England, which, you know, on the one hand, people say they're just a figurehead. On the other hand, they say they actually do have some powers, some political powers or whatnot. But they, they get like $50 million a year, the the monarchy. And, and I just think to myself... You know, for a small country like the U.K., I mean, small in comparison to the U.S., that's a crazy, insane amount of money for them to pay to that family. And you got to think, like, there's something more going on here than just these are, like, figureheads that we kind of trot out for special events. Absolutely. I mean, they have incredible power. They actually have uh, people who are their protectors. They have their own secret service that answers to no one. So I want to tell everybody, you can catch book updates. Go to Facebook and just type in book series, book series, period, uh, and you'll be able to catch all the updates. There's a picture there. I just snapped a picture of half of my reading, digging into the Princess Diana thing, and it's you know it's over 15,000 pages. I'm, I'm neck deep in this thing. So when so they go I'm, to Facebook, they don't type in your name? They just type in book series? Book series, that's it. Okay, and then that... Series. That'll take you to your uh, to your Facebook page and also whomurderedbooks.com. There are links there to the Facebook page as well, I see. Absolutely. Yep. But as far as, uh, as far as I want to mention one other thing about FDR here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Our F- last couple of minutes here. FDR's body was illegally removed from Georgia just the same way that JFK's body was illegally removed from Dallas. The way it reads... Is you're supposed if you die there, you have your autopsy there. He had no business removing that body and going anywhere else to be prepped for uh, prep for uh, autopsy, which never happened anyway. But they were supposed to be autopsied right there. And if you remember JFK, there was a shoving match at Parkland, and I interviewed one of the nurses who was there for my book on the uh, the, the JFK book. She she witnessed it. And it was the federal government, uh, it was the feds versus the people who are in charge in Dallas. He's supposed to be autopsied here. No, he's the president. We're taking him back to Washington. 
So they broke the law by removing JFK in the same way they broke the law by removing FDR's body. Interesting, Interesting. parallels, a lot back and forth. And I'll tell you what, if you like history, if you like murder mysteries, I'm telling you, the book series is unlike anything you've ever seen. I mean, I dig like no human human being digs. Um, so what my overall thing is, there's going to be three more books, Who Murdered Diana, Who Murdered JFK, and Who Murdered Tesla. And I'm trying very hard to put all three out this year. Have um, you been on yet with my friend uh, George Norrie on Coast to Coast? I was on with Richard Serrett twice. But I would oh, love I love Richard. Answer. Yeah, I love Richard's interviews. He's a one of the the uh, guest hosts. I'm a regular guest myself on Coast to Coast uh, with some of my books. I'm doing an event with George Norrie here in Florida in July, uh, so I'll put in a good word for you. But uh, that's that's tremendous. All these books possibly coming out this year. Well, we'll definitely have to have you back. We are out of time. Our guest for the hour has been Steve Ubaney. The book Who Murdered FDR, and you can get your copy at WhoMurderedBooks.com. If it's Sunday night. It's Jim Paris Live. We'll talk to you next time. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the Internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective.